Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Two Nerds, One Quest. I am your host, JC, for this D&D program where two nerds decided they wanted to go on a quest and it has evolved into a larger adventuring party. <laughs> uh, the adventuring party now stands at three with my friends here, Tom, Aaron, Norman. Sup? I have no idea what Looking that noise you made. For something. No, I'm no, I'm just closing out the audio in my ear, so I didn't have oh, it echoing. Uh, that's always a good thing. Yeah, and I have no idea what what Crixus was doing during the opening intro. Like he almost had a exorcist moment. I'm thinking. It's just saying, just saying. Give me is. a little taste, taste of what I got going on over here. Was the second member of our adventuring party? Ryan Crixus Kukta. And then we also have the most recent addition, the Lazy Dragon himself. Uh, we often refer to him as Genius because he knows all the rules. <laughs> uh, Jeff Doc sometimes. Williams. Sometimes. Sometimes. Just, just, just sometimes. If you don't know him, you know where to find him quickly, which is always a benefit for me as a DM. <laughs> DM pro tip, if people are questioning a rule at the table, make a decision right there. Say, I'm just going to do it this way. Have a player look it up, discuss it at the end, or discuss it shortly thereafter. And then make that going forward, the rule. That way I don't make sense. rules, I just break them. You keep telling your story, and the game isn't disrupted, <clears throat> and you all learn. So, Does someone want to give a recap? Aranon, maybe, or... Let's give the new guy the recap this week. He wasn't oh. there for. Oh man, I wasn't even on screen for most of it. <laughs> yeah, shit. That's, that doesn't sound like an Aaron problem. You were watching though. Uh, I can do it if you want me to. Oh, <clears throat> maybe I shouldn't. It's going to be a five-minute recap. You wrote it all down. <laughs> Somebody had to take notes, uh, right? DM? All I remember. All I remember <laughs> is cold. Hand axes, horse meat, dog sleds. Who's that guy? <laughs> and let's go. Sounds about right. Genius, do you want to give the? <laughs> you want sure, to fill in a sure? I'll I'll clean maybe just the I'll gaps. I'll clean that up a little and... bit. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Yeah, they left. Uh, they left Fandolin with some cash in tow. They made their way on horseback to Neverwinter, uh, did some shopping, did some selling, traded in their horses for dog sleds at the uh, Acquisitions Incorporated office. And after selling the horses, found there were no ships. So that was uh, that was interesting. And then uh, happened across a stranger in a pub who had a connection to a ship. And before they could get a whole lot more out of it, he walked away and left them sitting on one side of a booth. Freaky point of reference. He can read lips, and that worries some of the group. <laughs> it won't be the only thing that worries the group. Yes. Aaron? Yeah, He's not a, a fan. pedo, too. Is, what, is that what I hear you saying? <laughs> <laughs> Just because he's short, Ryan. <laughs> um... I don't think it's because right. he's short. No. No, is it what is it the beard? 
Um, anyway. So you guys, you guys start the next. Yeah, exactly. On to the story. Uh, you guys wake up the next morning. Uh, you're told to meet at dawn. So you wake up a little before dawn um, to make your way to the beach north of town to look for your passage to Uskin. Um, anything you'd like to do before you head that way? Crixus is just, um, he's got his passive perception moving around to find a red hooded character. Yeah. Same with Aaron I'm, I'm looking, I'm skeptical and I'm grumpy because I, we have no details and I'm going to be. I'm gonna be a bitch this morning. Oh, and if there's bacon at the end, I'm gonna take some bacon. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Ellie is. She she actually kind of looks at the two of you and goes, "Gosh, you guys are tense today. We're going on a ship. This is gonna be cool." We're She's go- a little excited about this trip. We're going on a ship with a guy that we just met last night that reads lips. Didn't tell us dick about where he's going to be we're on a stupid fucking treasure hunt for a boat this is not how i'd like to wake up in the morning we're paying for passage which is what we do anyways if there was a ship available we wouldn't know the captain of the ship anyway did you hear me bitch about paying for passage no i'm bitching because we're trying to find a boat and because we're trying to find some stupid ass red hooded dwarf And as you guys are kind of walking north on the beach, she goes, you mean that guy right there? <laughs> and you hear in your head, you hear like a, a horn sound, Aaron. Hmm. No one else seems to react to it. Huh. Anybody else hear that? No. I think Ellie oh. just broke my head. I hear a buzzing. <laughs> huh. Um... Let's flip to the other side of this, Doc. You're standing there with the boatswain of the ship. He's a gnome, uh, about 24 years old. Uh, very excitable, very friendly. His name is Flip. Um, he, he, it's like, so they're coming, right? You said they were coming? <clears throat> yep. I, uh, I'm, I'm certain they're coming. They're, they seem pretty excited about getting, getting north, looking for a ship, so... And, and you said ten, they, uh, ten gold, ten gold ahead, right? That's what you told them. I told them, I told them ten gold. Yep. Okay, Denon will be happy about that. That's good. Um, All right. That's just, that's just that's man. That is gravy on the All cake. Right. Um, I'll I'll take the uh, horn and and uh, blow it again okay. with the uh, with one more charge. Okay. Aaron, in your head, you hear that horn go off again. Guys, I'm losing my mind. Seriously. There is... Nobody else hears the horn? No. You hear a horn? I... Are you sure it's not your anxiety from this adventure? I don't have anxiety. I have horn in my head. Keep an eye on that. I'm going to, like, actually look around to see if I have like a horn following me make a perception check 
Ooh, what do we got? What do we got? 15. 15. Down the beach, you actually see the red cloaked figure putting a horn to his mouth. But for whatever reason, you seem to be the only one hearing it. I'm going to point that out to Crixus. I'm going to say that guy down there is, I think that's the source. At that same moment, you see another smaller figure kind of come out from beside him and standing next to him. Got a kind of wild, dark hair that kind of stands up like Doc Brown almost in a little uh, shoulder patch. Uh, He's got a set of leather armor on and a big-ass hammer on his back. It's almost comical how big the hammer is compared to him. Like, if he were to um, use it, like, he would have to take it over his head, and when he would hit the ground, his legs would probably kick up to (laughs) smash whatever he's hitting. Um, They're sitting there, and you notice there's also a rowboat nearby, the two of them, as you approach. It seems like we've found our short friend. Hmm. I hope you're using at that this, term loosely. As as you guys walk up the without hesitation, this little gnome walks up to you and goes, Hello, my name's Flip. How are you guys? And he holds out his hand like he's gonna shake hands. I'm gonna walk past him and and hop into the rowboat. I'll embrace his hand. And I will also ask. He's watching Aranon walk by (laughs) as you embrace his hand. Good morning. Good morning, Mr. Flip. Uh, uh, Before we board, I I do have a question. Uh, Why is your vessel not on the registry? Uh, We. Sometimes, um, yeah, you'd have to talk to the captain. Indeed, I will. There are reasons. Is he always that grumpy? Yes, he does not like people at all. I get it, but we probably need to keep him away from Flitta. I'm gonna that yell over. Awesome. I'm gonna yell over from the boat. Hey, short stack, let's get this shit show going. <laughs> Flit Flit is our quartermaster, and she's a lot like him. So are we re- no are we re- are we ready to go? <laughs> kind of looks over to Doc. Yeah, this is them. Yes, yes, Flip, we're 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 ready to get moving. All right, and Flip gets in the front of the boat. Expecting Doc to row. <laughs> Doc has no problem with that. Um, and then, uh, so you guys row out. That's a quiet row out to the out to the ship as Doc is rowing you guys out. And Flip is just a mile a minute with Ellie <laughs> talking about it. So you guys are headed up to Luskin, huh? That's that's a shady place to be headed. I heard all the stories about it. It was it's like this grand sailing city with these golden sails and ships all over the port and everything. And you get there and it's well, I was disappointed. Roll, that's all I'm gonna say. Your boat, down. Hmm. Do you think that uh, 
Luskin might contain uh, an armory or a, a weapons vendor. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. You just need to talk to, well, I'm sure one of the ships. Um, uh, the um, ship Kurth would definitely, definitely know somewhere where you could find find armory and stuff. So this is taking too long. Um, Stupid robot. Yeah. Thank so, you for your and, help. And the, the, it's the largest ship in 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 Luskin. So, I mean, there's a lot of people we get that going to that faster ship. Faster everything. Get us on the boat. See how he's mumbled to himself like this too? It's a little it's creepy. So slow. <laughs> it's it is it is creepy, but you do get used to it. At this point, you're you're coming upon the ship. The a couple of things you notice at first. The hull of the ship is layered in ice, like the outside of the ship, and it's not just where it's meeting the water. It's almost like there's something magical about the hull of the ship that has the outer side of it encased in ice. Um, the second thing you'll notice <clears throat> is that the um, sails, although they are down right now, you can clearly see that there are white dragon scales sewn into the sails. Hmm. Um, as you approach, a rope ladder is lowered down by a beautiful Asimar woman. And she kind of throws it overboard and it lowers right down to the ship and Flip grabs onto it and starts climbing up right away and gets up to the top. What would you guys like to do? Uh, I'm going to grab the ladder and climb up. Stare um, at the beautiful Asimar woman. She she looked up. down when she threw it over, and then she kind of backed up. What was her um, name? Do you ask her her name when you get aboard the ship? Oh, I thought you I thought you said he said that. No, no, I said she's a beautiful Asimar woman. Oh, and she threw a ladder over for you, and Flip climbed up, and she's up there waiting for you guys. Yep, I'm gonna. Say, my name's Aaron, uh, and you are? Aaron, my name's Miriam. Welcome aboard the Busty Mermaid. Uh, we are headed to Luskin. Um, how many? You have three? Four. Four of you, so 40 gold? I'm going to give her uh, 10 from my pocket. Okay. And Ellie... Looks Actually, in. I'm gonna give her twenty because I have Ellie's money. And as Ellie looks in her pocket, she looks at you and goes, "Oh, thank you." And kind of cinches her pouch back up and puts it back. Um, Crixus will drop eleven into the palm and say, "There's one more in case you've got a barrel of mead we could open up." Uh, I may be able to arrange that. <clears throat> I'd have to talk to, well, I'd have to talk to Flitta. Uh, I'll see if I can get the captain to talk to her. She seems to be on better terms with him than anyone else on the ship. Welcome, welcome aboard. Um, 
Again, my name is Miriam. You weren't up here. Um, I am the first mate of the Busty Mermaid. This is Flip, our bosun. Hi! <laughs> kind of waves again. Um, up there in the tower, that's our that's our um, lookout, Lorelei. And you see there's an elf with a bow across her back sitting up in the um, crow's nest, and she kind of looks down. Hi, guys. She's rather young, uh, about 18 or so. Um, very, very friendly. Um, at this point, a as you all get up on the ship and everyone's paid for their uh, transportation, um, a half-elf comes walking out onto the deck of the ship, a uh, couple of scimitars at his waist, and he has a He's a darker complected half elf, and for those of you that um, know, he's actually of Drow heritage. His the elven side of him is Drow, and you can see that in the skin. Drow like D R O W. D R O W. Yep. Um. He looks at for your Mary. knowledge, just just for your knowledge, Tom and Asimar, uh, if you're not aware, is like uh, it, it's like a human, but <clears throat> like an angel as well, like a cross between a human angel. So, Ooh. Mm -hmm. pretty sexies all get up. <laughs> um, <laughs> the half elf walks over to um, Miriam. Said so these are the passengers. Yes, they are. They've paid already. So, um, well, I'll have Flip show them to their quarters. Um, no, it's not much impressive, but oh, don't worry, it's fine. It's fine. I sleep down there all the time. Uh, so, um, yeah. All right, gonna... we will be we will be leaving shortly. I'm going to pull uh, Doc off to the side because I'm just not paying attention to anything. And I'm going to say, <clears throat> what was that horn you're playing, you're screaming at? What is that? Oh, I'll get the horn out and show him. It's, it's a very, very finely crafted horn. Again, seemingly out of place with the rest of most of my attire. And I say, it's a, it's a horn that I, I use to um, signal individuals. I can play it like a normal horn, and he'll blow a note that everybody can hear. It's kind of obnoxious, and then, and I can also play it where only one person hears it, but they have to be kind of close. Weird. It's a handy little tool. Why did you choose me? <clears throat> you seem like the leader of the group. Ellie <laughs> overhears this and kind of starts. Crixus says. He knew you'd be the most annoyed and want to be on time then. I'm just going to shake my head. Don't pay any attention to them. You have, you seem like a smart man. Ellie looks at Flip and says, Flip, can you show us to where we'll be staying? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Come on, come on. And Flip kind of grabs Ellie's hand and starts bringing her downstairs. And down the stairs and into the hull of the ship. Um, at that point, the you guys, as you start going down, if you're going down, 
um, you would see the sails being raised and notice that, yes, there are full-on, they're woven right into it, all these white dragon scales. It actually looks really cool the way the sun kind of reflects off of them as it goes up. Yep, I'm following. I'd like to ask, why the dragon scales sewn in into your sails? That seems like an expensive way to reinforce them. Um, we travel through northern seas. We sometimes travel into the ocean of ice. Um, precautions have been taken to make the ship um, more adaptable to cold weather environments. Um, there are many hazards there that you've fought with before, and we just prefer to take some precautions. Indeed. I'm Denon, by the way, the captain says. Good day, Captain Denon. Captain's fine. Indeed. And then you see, and he kind of nods to you and then starts looking around and directing people to move and move the thing and the, and the other thing. <laughs> move the thing and the other thing? <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> Princess Bride reference for everyone. Uh-huh. You need the idiot's and, uh, guide to and the possible show title. <laughs> I just put it in. Um so Crixus is just going to uh look around. Does it look like uh like the crew is is kind of adept at what they do? Does does it appear yeah. like the, uh the other crew members who you've been introduced to you assume are like the crew of the ship, there are many other deckhands working, and they all seem very um, competent, competent, and good at what they're doing. Um, what was the, the name of the half elf? The drove? Denon. D e n n a n. Okay. Oh, so okay, so yeah. see, I told you I wasn't really, paying attention. He's the captain. Really, um, how it sounds. <laughs> Miriam's is spelt a bit differently. M-I-R-Y-A-M. Flip is two Ps. <laughs> Lorelei is spelt how Lorelei is spelt. As you guys are headed downstairs, the first level um, that you go by at the back side of the ship, there's a door open and there's a dwarf sitting there. Um, and he seems to be stocking shelves with uh, bandages and um, organizing just a shop. There's a small table. You you kind of look in there and you recognize instantly a that he's a cleric and b this is like a medical facility. This room in the back of the ship. Um, and he doesn't pay you any mind as he's going about his business. Um, and you go down another level and there is a large storeroom. And sitting at the desk at this in the storeroom is a a ladrin, a, a frost elf for the most part. Um, she sees you, but does not acknowledge you. She is very standoffish as you kind of walk by. It's You assume this may be, and actually are confirmed as you get down there, Flip, you get down to the next level and goes, that was Flitta. Don't let them talk to each other. <laughs> He says to Ellie, 
yeah, we don't want him talking to her because that could be bad. You eventually are led down to uh, the deck where all the cannons are kept. There's a pile of cannonballs in the corner that have all a whole bunch of little drawings on them. Um, some have explosions on them. Some have smiley faces. Um, some have, like, I think one had a dog. Um, one has a lightning bolt. One has a knife on it that's, like, split into three pieces and stuff. And he said, over here, here are hammocks. And strung between the rafters in this part of the ship, there's six hammocks sitting there. There's a smaller one towards the bow of the ship that has a pillow and some stuff thrown in it. And he goes, this one's mine. And he kind of jumps up in it and kind of swings back and forth. So why are you guys going to Luskin? <laughs> He's swinging on it, just talking to you guys. I would imagine that Ellie wants to engage this conversation. I think Ellie uh, Ellie does. Ellie starts, she sits on the bunk next to her and she said, is this one taken? Or on the, on the um, hammock next to his, yeah. but is this one taken? He goes, no. You going to take that one? That, okay, cool. And the two of them just start going and she's talking to him. And I'm going to walk to the like? one furthest away from the whole, I'm picking the one furthest away. Okay. There's one that's kind of <laughs> offset in the corner, strung between two. <clears throat> Different rafters than the uh, rest of them. The rest of them kind of run parallel, but there's one off to the side that you grab right away. Doc would have stayed up on deck and went to talk to the captain about the arrangement he made. Okay. All right. Uh, um, Crixus is just going to put his bag next to any random one and just kind of walk around and inspect our room. Okay. You walk around and inspect the room. There are cannons in this room, along with some gunpowder. In some crates. Um, again, the cannonballs with all the colorful pictures on them and everything. Um, Are there sacks of gunpowder? Sorry, JC. Not sacks, crates. Oh, okay. There are so crates noted. of gunpowder. Uh, as you're looking at the at the cannonballs, Flip says, "Do you like those? I drew those." And he sees you smile, and he goes back to talking to Ellie. Um, on the deck of the ship dock, you approach Denon, and Denon says, um, all right, so what did we agree to then? I have 40 gold here. Uh, I, I think we talked about half. Half? All right. There you go. Thank you, sir. You are very welcome. Um, I, they they look like capable enough. If we run into any problems, they should be able, to, uh, with my help, of course, handle anything. I should say so. We're not incapable either. I mean, I have fought in a kraken before, mm -hmm. or we have as a group, I should say. Yeah, two clerics. You it never hurts. Oh yeah, absolutely. We do have our surgeon, um, Hendel. He's a cleric as well. So we have three aboard. If we should happen to come across any trouble. We are going to be traveling through the Kraken's grave. Can I rely on you to relay the message that we will need absolute quiet at that time? Just to your... 
Oh, you're a robot, a genius. Say that again, genius. You roboted on me. Sorry. Oh, I said just let me know when. Alright, it'll be later in the day, but it's always a hazard. So the, the you guys hear suddenly there's a large, loud clanking of like chain and stuff as an anchor is being brought up. Um, and the ship starts actually rocking and sailing away. And you know you're on route to Luskin at this point. About halfway through is, the... Uh, oh, go ahead. Sorry, is Flip still engaged in conversation with Ellie, or is he as gone up it... deck to uh, assist? Oh, let me let me see. Yeah, Ellie's holding out, so he's still going. <laughs> All right. Oh. <laughs> he was, was that a constitution talk... check? Yeah. <laughs> yes, it was. <laughs> Flip is a mile a minute. We'll talk to anyone that'll listen to him. And if you actually hear from them, you hear Flip talk about fighting a Kraken and Lorelei being tossed overboard, and and then the, they got stranded. Their ship was, um, and then he goes on and uh, here and there you hear about things. You hear about a circus at one point. You hear about uh, an island just being stranded on an island, and um, he grabbed a gold coin once and disappeared into a place that he didn't know where he was and yeah um it's really cool is there anything you guys would like to do the in the morning here on the ship i'm just gonna stay in my hammock and i'm just gonna lay there how okay. distracted is flip pretty distracted i have a jar Yep. And I'd like to fill that jar with gunpowder. Okay. Uh, make a sleight of hand check. Uh, let me find Flip's stats here. This is actually really fun because all these characters are made. 12 uh, on the sleight of hand. 12 on the sleight of hand. What's Flip's passive? That's the question. Uh, flips passive perception. Yeah, you you're able to pull that off, no problem. You get yourself a jar full of gunpowder. Intriguing. I like the way you think. How so are obviously... the seas today? Oh, go ahead. Um, what I was just gonna say. Uh, is there anything else anyone wanted to do? You stole some gunpowder. You're hanging out in your hammock, Doc. You had your conversation with Denon. Um, yeah, just getting fre keeping fresh air, staying on deck. Fresh. All right, I need one of you to roll a d20 for me. Aaron on d20. I'll need a second person to roll the d20 as well. 11. Okay. I need a second d20 roll then. That wasn't like any special. It was just, just a regular roll of dice. Yep, just, just a, a 1 through 20 number. <laughs> Two, sir. Looks like... Two? Um, 
as you're sitting there, Crixus, and it's actually, um, you notice that a rat runs by one of the gunpowder crates in behind another one. Little rat, about yay big. I am not going to alert anyone to what I saw. Okay. All right. And the the morning goes on with a uh, little more than this rat sighting, and a uh, at some point later in the day, uh, or not later in the day, but later in the morning, Doc, you actually see a rat on the deck of the ship. As you're up there, <clears throat> I um, I'll try to get it. I'll try to. I'll chase it with uh, with my little hand axe. With your hand axe? <laughs> okay. Yeah. Uh, go ahead and make an attack to try and hit this rat. Uh, twenty-two. Yeah, absolutely. You hit the rat. You want to roll some damage? <laughs> yeah. Actually, you don't even need yes, to roll I damage. Just got like a hit point. <laughs> You hit it with your hand axe, and you actually like uh, take its head off. Or how do you want to do it? It's just a three, just three damage. Uh, oh, that's that's plenty. Yeah, it's just, got a uh, hit point. Yeah, I'll I'll throw the the hand axe and just you know just cut the head right off. The head right off. Okay, the head uh, the head kind of pops off, and the body flips over, and the legs kind of go like this for a little bit <laughs> as it's laying there, kind of splurting blood blood up the top. Hmm. I'll probably Aaron? just throw it overboard. Throw it overboard? Okay. Aaron, you're swinging in your hammock. You got your hat down over your eyes, maybe? Kind of swinging there like that. Uh, I need a perception check from you. Come on, baby. Give me some good perception. 11. 11. You hear... Something like skittering or something down by your feet. I'm going to look down. You look down, you notice there's a rat coming down the pillar. There's claws in it. He's coming down the pillar and he's like right next to your boot. I'm going to take my dagger and I'm going to take a strong hand and flick it down on top of the rat. <laughs> Make an attack roll. God, roll one, please. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like where this is going. <laughs> Nor should you. Uh, actions. Oh, God, I could do so many things. 17. 17. Yep, no problem. You, you flick it, and then you actually pin this rat in, like, tunk, and sticks the rat to the beam. And it's just kind of sitting there shaking a little bit. It stops. God, there was any number of things I could have done with a bad roll on that. Cut yourself down from that. <laughs> Hit your foot. Crixus is going to look at Ellie. Yeah? Crixus, have you met Flip? He's, he's a fascinating storyteller. <laughs> she, she, as she's got her head turned to you, she kind of goes, it gives you a look like, save me. <laughs> All right. Yeah, I'm gonna. I'll engage Flip and say, "Hey, Flip, we've got a lot to talk about uh, as we arrive to Luskin. Uh, is there a way that maybe you could go for a walk, sir?" I can go for a walk. Oh, crap! I need to do my rounds. Um, okay, 
I was doing them the whole time. Dad's going to get really mad at me. Uh, <laughs> he hops down off his hammock and starts walking. He grabs his hammer and he's like walking officially. <laughs> he goes up the stairs. How how does that childlike creature even wield such an axe? Um, it's, I don't know. I don't know. He's really strong, though, from what he says. He used to work in the circus. He used to put up the tents, apparently. Um, I'm going to yell from the back. There and then... I believe it. He had... <laughs> yeah, right? Um, apparently, he had a friend who was a druid that would, like, shape change into a bear, and they'd put on, like, bear taming shows. <laughs> I don't know. Some oh. very strange character. Friendly. Very, very friendly. Um, the he talks stories too much. they can tell. He does talk a lot, yes. Oh. What, I'm going to reach over is... and pick up my strong hand because I haven't done that yet. And then at that point, Ali's going, well, what was that with the... And you pull it off the wall and the rat's still hanging on the end of it. Oh. I'm going to flick it in Ellie's direction. Uh, make an attack roll. An attack roll? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> With You're what? throwing an object at her. Yes, make an attack roll. What uh, would I use? My dagger? Mm. Yeah, because it's a finesse weapon. You want you know, This is a dexterity thing. Trying to flick this thing at her. 21. 21. <laughs> <laughs> make a deception. Or do you want this to look intentional? Or do you want it to look like an accident? <laughs> I want it to look intentional. Okay, so you absolutely you flick this rat at her and it hits her in the side and she's like, ah, <laughs> God, you know, I got blood on me. Oh, you <laughs> she grabs like a rag and starts wiping the blood off her shoulder. Looks like they have an infestation problem. And at that point, she sees another one going rolling by and goes, yeah, they're Hide your hide our food well, hang it up, um, tie it up well. We may have some issues tonight or later today. Good thinking. Um. Yeah, apparently this crew has been together for a while. Um. They seem decent. The only thing he really warned me about, he he said Miriam is super nice. Lorelai is super nice. Denon's all right. Uh, he said, don't talk to Flitta. He was adamant about not talking to her. She's grumpy all the time, he says. Um, Hendel's a good guy. His buddy, apparently. So, I don't know. Oh. At this point, Doc, um, this point in the day, you know you're approaching the Kraken's grave. Denon comes over to you and says, um, in the next, uh, I don't know, mile or so here, we're going to be approaching the Kraken's grave. And as you look out into the water, you can see it. There's this massive, and you're aware of this. You've seen something similar to this before. It's just this massive dark spot in the water that extends out beyond where you can see. It almost looks like oil just sitting on the surface of the water. Um, and he tells you, you can go uh, 
Go alert your friends that we'll need absolute silence for about the next hour or so. All right, I will run below decks and, and find them and tell them that. Um, any one of you can make a nature check as to as far as what a kraken's grave is. I'm plus one with nature. <laughs> zero. I'm zero. a zero on nature. You want to make a make a nature check at advantage? He does. He does. He does. I do. I does. I does. And advantage gives me. Oh Jesus! Five. Five. Yeah, you have I no rolled idea a natural one and a four. <laughs> Better now than when you're throwing the knife at your foot. <laughs> Fair. <laughs> I was expecting sparks uh, to light off the gunpowder. Ooh. That could have been fun too. Um, so yeah, you don't you don't know much about it. Um, Ellie has heard of them. She said, "I just hear that they're they can be dangerous." Oh, we should we should be quiet at this point. Um, as you enter this kraken's grave, I will need everyone to make a stealth check. Oops, wrong one. Actually, no. Who's all on deck? Just the, oh no, Doc, you came downstairs. Would you go back up on deck, Doc? Uh, Kraken's grave sounds dangerous. I'd probably want to see what's happening. Yeah. Okay. Anyone else want to go on deck, or are you guys staying below? Yeah, I'm gonna go up because Ellie's I've never... actually. I've never Has seen never a Kraken's. Seen it? Yeah, I'm gonna go up on deck and observe. That's Ellie's very, very curious as well. Okay, so I need I do need stealth rolls from everyone. I rolled a twenty six. Okay. Eight. Eleven. Eleven. Okay. Um Ellie's was a uh, Oh, give her a one. One. Make her trip. Oh, eleven. Eleven as well. Um So as you guys are it's you you get up there and you do see this the same as I described before, this massive, like, oily, dark spot on the water. And as you approach on this, you guys are all kind of at the front looking at it. Miriam comes up behind you and um, she says, oh, this is a kraken's grave. Um, a kraken died here. And... She's whispering. I'm going to talk normal, but she's whispering to you guys. She said a kraken died here and its spirit remains. And if you actually disturb the grave, it can, well, have grave consequences. And she kind of smirks at her wordplay. Um. Who had, let's see, who had 11s? Ellie had an 11, Crixus had an 11, and Doc had an 8. Yeah, so Doc, probably Doc was, uh, when he hears that uh, thing, he's going to reach into his bag and pull out the mall. And you can imagine what that looks like, DM. Yep. Um, oh, I don't have the description. You want to describe it for them? Sure. So 
So uh, he's got a little satchel hanging around his uh, uh, across his chest, like uh, around his neck, and flips the top over, and and he sticks his hand in, and what he pulls out is a relatively large weapon, much larger than the bag he pulled it out of, and it's a it's a maul, so like a, a large hammer like object, and um, probably about three feet tall. Um, he pulls it out of this bag that can't possibly be more than 11 inches tall and uh, sets it down on the deck and kind of leans on the head. Like Mary Poppins pulling a coat rack out of her bag. <laughs> That's basically what this looks it's like. Bigger on the inside? Oh, yes. It's a good place to put large things. Your, when you put the head of the mall down, you put it down a little hard on the deck and it made kind of an echoing thing and Miriam kind of shoots you a look. And your exa- uh, impressed question, Crixus, was a little bit louder than you probably should have spoke. And Ellie kind of takes a step back and puts a hand on a crate nearby and knocks a lantern off of it and it falls to the ground. I'm going to throw my point, hands up in the air like this. Like, what in the hell are you people doing? Yeah, you throw your hands up and you perfectly communicate WTF without making any sound. <laughs> in like, those of you that know Thieves can't, he's, he's, he's going off right now, <laughs> silently. At that point, you hear a rumble from below deck, or from below the water, honestly. And this giant tentacle comes up out of the water. This black tentacle comes up, arced with lightning all around it, slams on the deck of the ship. I need um, constitutions, or nope, it's an attack roll. So, all of you, question for you. Round one, <laughs> fight! That's a crit. Oh, crap. I'm going to kill the whole crew here. Um, <laughs> 27 hit your hit your AC, all of you. Yes, it does. Um, all of you take, oh, good lord, 15. Oh, no. No. 24. Four points of lightning damage. <clears throat> so, and I need const- Constitution saving throws from you all. Can I use Uncanny Dodge? My reaction. Um, when an attacker that you can see hits you with an attack, you can use your reaction to have the attacks damage against you. Yes, yes, you can. All right, I'm gonna so use Uncanny you take Dodge. 12. I take twelve. Yep. I need a constitution saving throw from you all, though, then. Should save. Crixus has 19. Okay. You save. 30-20. You save. Ellie saved. Eight. Oh, God, this is so perfect. <laughs> not being the one that's pissed off that everyone made noise, he's the one that's going to get hit. Aaron, you're blind. For the next four hours. <laughs> you can't see suddenly. And just as quickly as it attacked, it went away. Slunk off the side of the ship. Um, 
You dirty Ellie's... rat bastards, I'm blind. What the fuck did you do to me? <laughs> Miriam says, no one's in effect. Quiet, otherwise it's going to happen again. And Ellie comes over and she just puts a hand on your shoulder and she just whispers in your ear, I'm right here. I think I can take care of it. Just let's get through this water first. Just here, sit down. Come here. Do you go with her? As she's trying to lead you by your arm? Yeah. She brings you over to a crate to sit and lean against. Just that thing stay pop... right there. You'll be fine. I'm going to whisper to her. If that thing pops up again, point me in the right direction and give me an arrow. <laughs> I'm not going to let you shirt. Sure... Shoot blind. I've done it before. <laughs> yeah, I think uh, you Doc really hit me. Doc will use his second wind to gain some hit points back. Okay. And Ellie goes around and um, she's going to cast Cure Wounds on herself. Oops, that's the wrong die to roll for that. She'll cast Cure Wounds on you too, Aaron. Um... Let's see, where where is Kirwan's spells? So, Aranon, you go ahead and get back. Do, 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 do. Eight hit points. Cast it on herself. For eight. Mm, let's see. Let me do it this way. So. Four. And then... Uh, and she'll go over to Crixus and say, do you want me to cast a Cure Wounds on you? Or do no, you got I'll, it? I'll do my Cure Wounds at second level so okay. that we're ready in case there's another okay. issue. And actually, she goes, you know what? That's not a bad idea. I should do that. It's put a little more into it. So let's see. That would be... Oh, that's better. So here's a question. Is there a place yes. where I have to do... Oh, add active condition. Okay, never mind. I'm blinded. It's just for four hours. Yep. Um, I think... Yeah. Um, Ellie will actually come up to you. You guys pass through the... Um, crack and grave without another issue uh, the the one attack was enough to get everyone to just shut the F up and <laughs> get through it and once you come through it Ellie's like alright we're through it Aranon here and she she puts a hand on your shoulder Aranon and a hand over your eyes and you go from being blind to seeing bright light suddenly and it's really strange it's a very unsettling thing if you can think about opening your eyes from a bright light to normal light. It suddenly dims and focuses in that the real world is around you. Any better? Uh, yeah. All right, good. Told you I could take care of it. Well, and I'm just going to hold my tongue. I'm going to, I'm just going to hold my tongue. Wow. Cool. I'm, I'm just, I'm too mad. <laughs> too too mad to say much yeah. about anything. Yeah. As the afternoon goes on, um, I need. Okay, who rolled my d20s the first time? Okay, Doc, give me a d20 roll then. 
And then I'll have Ellie roll the next one. Lucky number 13. 13, so 13 and 12. So um, at that point, as you're traveling through a... Um, let me up to this. You see a large, like, thunderhead cloud formation coming in pouring rain there's lightning you can hear the thunder and see the lightning in the distance and it looks like it's going to um come right towards the ship it's you guys are sailing almost right directly into it uh the captain starts talking about tarping down everything make sure things are tied down make sure you have your safety ropes engaged and you see the crew members are tying ropes to the mast and to their waist and you see the waves are slowly starting coming in. You realize this is going to be a huge storm that comes in. Do I see Flip? Uh, yeah. Yeah, Flip's on deck. Flip, I yeah. see everyone taking precautions. Are we safer above or below deck? Uh, below deck. I'm, I will be going there. Um, I've fallen off before. It's not fun. Um, and at that point, he looks up and goes, Lorelai, tie yourself. And she goes, I did, I did. Thanks, Flip. <laughs> she, well, she got thrown in the water once when we fought the Kraken. It broke like the mast and threw the whole mast out into the water. It was crazy. I'm amazed she's still alive. But we got, we got, we got a little bit of time yet. I got, I got to tarp down some stuff here. So otherwise, Captain's, we're going to lose cargo and he'll be mad. So um, and he runs off and he starts tying stuff off. Um, are you guys assisting at all with tying things down or helping the crew, or are you just... I'm going down there? below deck. Okay. I mean, I'll help Flip for a minute. Okay. Flip appreciates the help. And he... Yeah, thank you. Um, ties and... <clears throat> all right, I think I think we should be good. Doc, are you coming with us? Uh, yes, I would like to be below decks. But yeah. just in case, do you have a bucket? Uh, yeah, yeah, there's buckets down there yeah uh, wonderful yes you may need them um i don't get that way anymore i used to a lot but i, I don't anymore uh but but i understand so um he comes running down and he goes over and he, he comes down into the deck and he opens a closet and he goes yep here you go and then he pulls out like three buckets and puts them on the ground so if you need one take one um i need to secure the cannonballs that was a problem one time. <laughs> he goes over the cannonballs and he's like wrapping the tarp around it. <laughs> and he gets it all. Yeah, I'll help him with the cannonballs. Okay. Um, make a dexterity check to tie down the cannonballs. Uh, natural 20 plus one. Wow. You're good at this. I didn't, I don't think those are going anywhere. Now the fun part, and he runs over to his bunk and he gets up in it and he kind of pulls both sides up and he just holds them together. He goes, "I just sit here and swing." Once the boat starts rocking, I just sit here and swing. I enjoy it now. <laughs> Ellie's like, "Uh, yeah, maybe. I don't know. I don't know what you guys are doing." And you guys hear the rumbling thunder outside, and and the waves start coming in, and the ship does start just naturally rocking back and forth as it's going 
And at one point, it, it starts stops going from side to side and starts going front. It's like lurching as the waves come up on it, and it's lurching forward. I, I almost, as I'm doing this, I almost want you to have me in full screen. <laughs> so you, you're getting motion sick from watching me do that. <laughs> um, yeah, Doc, Doc's going to grab one bucket and go lean against the outer hull. Or he's going to start walking towards the outer hull, and then he's going to stop, turn around, go back, grab a second bucket, and then go walk and s sit with his back against the wall. Doc, give me a constitution saving throw, because this, this seems to be something that affects him. <laughs> Uh, dirty twenty again, but uh, he's I've as written in his backstory. This is not going to go well either way. Yeah, he might so he, uh, swallow uh, down a few, but yep, yep, it's up in the mouth, and it doesn't. He swallows it and got that bad taste of bile in your mouth there for a little bit. Um, uh, Aaron, where are you? Did you climb in your? I'm in my bunk. I went down below decks. I yeah, I, I'm in my hammock, swaying from side to side. Going from side to side. Uh, why don't you give me a constitution saving throw then, too? Crixus, where are you? Same? Um, I am kind of holding on to a pole. Um, trying to... Just trying to maintain balance. <laughs> uh, I need a dexterity saving throw from you. As the ship is rocking. Uh, Aaron, did you grab a bucket? I did not. <laughs> you did not? Where you feel the vomit coming up, where do you end up throwing it? Uh, am I next? Is there a wall next to me? Like, is my yeah, there, yeah, there's like there's a wall down the side here. Yep, of you. I'm going that direction. Okay, Z, so you, you kind of turn and uh, make a dexterity saving throw because you're trying to time the swinging of your hammock with your vomiting and you're trying to hit the wall. <laughs> 15. 15. <laughs> Successfully, you would... Uh, and uh, right out down the wall. And you hear Flip from the side goes, Use a bucket, please. I'm going to have to clean that up. <laughs> I'm just going to put my arm up and give him the finger. Thir 13 on my deck save. 13 on your deck save. You stumble a little bit, but you're able to catch yourself with the with the uh, whole uh, Aranon's vomit is running towards you slowly on the floor you know like when someone throws up on the scat at bay beach and it just kind of seems <laughs> towards you it's kind of doing that uh, i'm gonna yell out uh ellie is this the adventure you wanted to see some kraken slaps and puke buckets <laughs> the response you get from ellie as you look over at her is into a bucket in front of her. <laughs> as she's swinging at her thing she's like I think I need to get out of my hammock and <laughs> she's got a bucket in her arms um, Doc go ahead and make another constitution saving throw because this like you said does not go well for you Ooh, uh, 18 this time 18 it still managed to uh, a little bit just came like Kept your mouth closed, but and you had to swallow back quite a bit of it this time. But it kind of came out the corner of your mouth. You kind of rub it. Ew. I'm <laughs> just thinking about that. It's like ah. it's exotic is watching right now. I'm sure she's enjoying this. Uh, no, um, no, she's not in the chat. Oh, <clears throat> uh, the uh, 
the trip goes on. Uh, you hear the lightning and thunder um, outside. Um, let's see. I need to make a check for the captain. Ah. <laughs> um, at one point, there's a thunderous kaboom! And there's, like, you hear, like, you felt your hair kind of stand up on the back of your neck or your scales kind of get a little goofy just before this happened. And there's this massive thunderclap. And you're all deafened for, like, you look around and you're kind of listening to each other. And you can't hear your ears are ringing. You got that, that like, muffled, like, as you start talking, you can understand someone's talking to you but you have no idea what they're saying and you hear more of your own voice than anyone else uh lasts for about a minute or two and a flip kind of gets out and he's like guys guys he's trying to get everyone's attention i need to go see what that was (laughs) and he goes running up the up the ladder and you kind of understand him uh doc you definitely understand him because you can read lips you're the one that's probably most benefited in this situation you you understand what everyone is saying because you can see them <clears throat> you guys hang out below deck still or do you go follow flip i am going to hop out of my hammock and i am going to uh i'm gonna go i'm gonna follow him because i just it, everybody puking is just too much yeah Make a dexterity saving throw as you hop out of your hammock. What were you saying, Crixus? I was just saying I'm feeling claustrophobic as well, and the stench is is really getting to me. Nineteen. Nineteen. You hop out of your hammock. As you're hopping out, you realize right away that you're about to land in your vomit and are able to spread your feet and one foot on each side and you're still on your feet and you're able to walk out like you wanted to. Um, Ellie follows suit and goes and follows flip up on deck um the rocking of the ship is lessened somewhat the storm is still going on you still hear lightning and thunder but you you feel you're through the worst of it as you come up on deck what was on the front end of the ship this mermaid that was off the front end of the ship with a busty mermaid you know you know the type of ship head that you see um, now describe it, John. This is an audio. Remember, this is also an audio podcast. Oh, it's a busty mermaid. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> Long hair and a sword held forward in the eyes. I, I looked like I was carrying a couple of watermelons against my chest. That's the motion I made. That's why I was laughing, is because you were doing the hand. Yeah, I, I made the motion and didn't actually describe it, uh-huh. other than saying a busty mermaid. Yeah. Um, <laughs> lightning. Apparently, this this mermaid that was on the front of the ship is all charred and blackened. Apparently, this was struck by lightning as you went through the storm. <clears throat> the ship is not on fire at this point, um, but it is blackened. Um, oh. Miriam is up there currently looking at the integrity of the ship. I'm going to say to Ellie, boy, that probably is not good. Oh, it's definitely lucky, for sure, that we... I mean, that could have been the mast. They could have lost their lookout. And you, as you, she looks up, and you can see Lorelai's still up there, kind of waving. Um, 
Kinkrixus uh, yelled to the captain, Are all hands safe? And is it safe to be out? Uh, we're through the worst of it, it looks like. Um, it looks like all hands are safe. No one usually rides near the bow. So um, we'll, we'll do a roll call in a minute here. Um, and at this point, most of the ship has... It's almost a, a given when there's something like this that happens. Most of the ship's up on deck um, looking and Flip's running around. He's counting people and naming names. And it's weird as he goes through and he, he name he, he goes through and he's like, he's like, Captain, Miriam, Frosty, um, um, Blackbeard, um, uh, yeah, and he, he points at you. He says Newdorf, um, Dragon Guy, and and Grumpy, and <laughs> and, uh, and and he, and he goes and you and like he doesn't he points at Ellie, but he says and you and uh, you can make an insight check at that moment. If you like. <laughs> Anyone, if you're curious, All what right, he might I do. Will. Ah, crit 20. When he says, and you, you can actually notice his face turn a little pink. Uh, like he's blushing. Like he's got a thing for her already. I have <laughs> <laughs> um, You notice he has an interest in her, Aranon? You're not quite sure what it is. Uh, and he goes around and then he's... And he's starts mentioning all the crew members and everyone's got a nickname and the only person that he called by their real name was Miriam for some reason and he he comes back and he comes back to Denny he's like Denny they're all here everyone's here everyone's safe even our new friends he kind of points at you guys all right that is that is good we have a we have an hour or two left to our uh to our journey here um Feel free to relax best you can. We'll be through the storm, it seems, in a few minutes. Yeah, I'm going to take a short rest. All right. I will as well. Sounds, sounds like a good plan. Find a pile of rope and lay down. Yep. And there is. There's a pile of rope on the deck. and you, It's a little wet right now, but you can go curl up in there. Um... You, you see Flip go kind of sit over on a crate and he takes his hammer off and he kind of sets the, the hilt of it down on the deck and he's looking at the head of it. It's kind of rusty. It's got one real shiny kind of spot on it. And he seems... He's talking. <laughs> Almost looks like he's talking to his hammer. A little weird. <laughs> At this point in the journey, Flitta comes up on deck. Or and not on deck, but she's staying on deck. She's not going back. She's kind of hanging out, and uh, she's up near the captain. Had a couple of bits of small talk with him and went and sat on the back of the ship looking out where you came from at the storm.
Anything I'll go else over you can... talk to Flitta. You'll go over and talk to Flitta. How do you approach Flitta? Like this? <laughs> and say, Hello, I believe I heard you are Flitta. Flitta. It's a D. What do you want? Ah. Ah, the nuance is important. Uh, we're traveling to Luskin, and uh, I have not been to Luskin. Uh, anything we should be aware of as we enter the township? Why don't you go ask Flip? He seems to like talking. Yeah, Flip does enjoy talking, but I'd like to get the straight dope from you. She rolls her eyes. There are plenty of people to ask on this ship. Please leave me alone. I will respect your wishes, but if my crew gets injured, I might have to take up a grievance with your captain. Take up a grievance with my captain, then. She goes back to looking at the storm. She's pleasant. Kirk just walks away, a little <laughs> defeated. Doc's going to always stay near a rail, just in case. <laughs> I'm going to uh, ask. Go ahead and make a constitution saving throw. Doc. I'm going to ask Crixus if he got any information. That would be 12. 12? At, at this point, yeah, you. Sit, you set up, you realize it's going to happen, and you stick your head out between the railings bleh, right into the ocean. <laughs> Not doing well. About the same Flip. time you approach Crixus, Aranon, Flip comes running up and goes, What are you doing? Don't talk to her? Well, Flid, uh, with a D, has the personality of a wall of bricks. So she didn't tell yes. you anything? No, she wouldn't. I was going to say, well, she actually said words to you. I'm impressed. Let me go talk to her. I'm going to start to walk no, away. No, 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 no. And Flip gets in front of you. He's trying to, he's got his hands <laughs> under your knees. He's like, no, you don't want to go talk to her. No. She's not. And then I'm going to, Crixus is going to ask Flip, 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 we're headed to Luskin. Uh, yeah. Is there anything I need to know and engage him in conversation? Um, And Flip will start. Uh, talking to you about Luskin. He takes his hands off of Aranon's legs and says, oh, Luskin, yeah, Luskin's got... Luskin's got... There, there are five main ships in Luskin. Now, when I say a ship, it isn't actually a ship, but it's more of like an organization, um, like like a fleet of ships. And um, the the five ones... I mean, there's one... The the, the biggest one is the... Um, uh, DM's looking this up real quick. <laughs> uh, the largest one is Ship Kurth, and that, that one is actually... It controls... Like, if you added the other like next three ships up all together their size wouldn't equal the size of ship girth. i'm gonna pick so, him up by the shoulders and hold him up at eye level and say get to the important parts watch your back um uh it's it's a pirate city it's you've you may have heard of it and they may have talked about the golden sails and the bright shining large masts and beautiful city and stuff and it is not I was very disappointed when I first saw it. It is not like the stories. It is a pirate city. It's an underbelly world type place uh, full of pirates and smugglers and and 
and there's not a more wretched hive of scum and villainy in the Sword Coast. <laughs> I'm going to look him in the eyes and say, good, my type of people, and put him back down. <laughs> he looks up at Chris, Crixus and, yeah, he's going to fit in there. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Do you know where Ellie went? <laughs> he says, looking up at you. She's downstairs. Okay, and he goes downstairs then. I have no idea where she is. I just... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and the, no. This <laughs> story is pretty great. This is fantastic. This is perfect. That's, no, that's a common That's a common way to take care of Flip. Is just tell him something. Either have him do a favor for you, or tell him it's somewhere else, and he'll go. Yeah, he basically took a ball and tossed it down the stairs, and then shut the door. Exactly. You look around, you realize Ellie's not on deck, so she may be downstairs. So, are you going to engage Flit in conversation, Aaron? Or no? No, I'm well because I'm grumpy too. I I got everything I needed from from uh, fl- fl- flip flip Blah. flip. And uh, so I'm going to tell Crixus, well, it looks like we're probably going to have to really watch our step. Um, I'll I'll take the lead and you, do you want to kind of bring up the rear just to kind of keep Ellie in between us? She's a little too, she's a little too naive to be anywhere but between all of us. She's going to get us into a lot of trouble if, if we let her wander. Yeah. My question is, what do we do with Doc? Is he coming? Did he say he wants to come with us? I'm unsure. I think we should have that conversation. Do we want him with Doc's us? Doc's watching them. Yeah. Yeah. And as as you as we're talking, I kind of look around and I notice him watching, so I turn my back to him. <laughs> I'll say... Uh, Aaron, make a perception check. Uh, I'll say I've never seen a bag like he was holding. And it's very 15. intriguing to me. You you do actually notice Doc in a pile of rope <laughs> on the other side of the thing and are able to turn your back. I don't I don't trust him. I don't know enough about him. I, I actually I've been thinking of just taking his bag as we leave the ship and just call it even. Although if I you... would support that, I would also caution you. He seems to be on a better level with the rest of this crew, and anything that might slight him may also slight this crew. Uh yeah, but we're never going to see these people again. And if we don't take him with us, then who gives a shit? I'll take the bag, and we can split up the contents. At this point, the door kind of slams open from downstairs, and you see Ellie come walking up, and Flip's following behind her, just... (laughs) And Ellie comes and sits over by Doc. And she sits down by him and says, Excuse me, Flip, one moment. He said, oh, sure. And he just kind of sits there quietly. And she looks at Doc and says, are you feeling okay? 
Yes, I'm feeling much better now. There's not so much keeping me weighed down. Oh, that's... So, I... You seem to have a rough time with the sea. Yep. Every time. She puts a hand on you, and there's a light that kind of glows beneath your hand, and your head becomes remarkably clear and stable. Um, she casts Lesser Restoration on you to just set your head center you again now that the storm has passed and you feel better less nauseous um you know it won't last forever but it may last the rest of this trip Mm -hmm. oh thank you very much princess i uh i'm very appreciative of your of your assistance there and uh sorry about the cloak and dagger the other night or last night i uh not always comfortable in those dens of thieves there's a lot of ill uh Ill feelings in those places. Similar to what I I, I wanted to. Oh, wonderful! No, I was there to get my meal and and uh, see if there was any anyone needing passage. Point of and order: When you said the I... word "princess," Miriam, who's standing on deck, snapped her head in your direction, and then looked up at Flitta, and then looked back at you, and then went back to what she was doing. Did I notice her do that? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, so, it's just sort of order something that would have happened. Okay. Uh, you can make an insight check if you would like to. Ooh. Uh, 19. By the look on her face, you get the idea that the word princess is thrown around rather loosely and derogatorily on this ship. Mm. I, I, yeah, I'll maybe refrain from using that word for a little while. Um, so you guys are heading to uh, to Lust- Luskin, and is that is that your final destination? Um, no, no, we're actually. Have you ever been to Icewindale? The Ten Towns region? I have not. I have not, but I'm uh, I'm I'm hoping to head up that way. Why are you headed that way? Well, I'm headed for adventure, and uh, I I hear there's adventure to the north. Adventure? Wow. That's well. Hmm. Are you, are you good with that mall that you took out of your bag? Where did you I... get that bag, by the way? Oh, it was uh, it was a it was a gift from a, a friend. That's a bag of holding flip says. <laughs> it's bigger on the inside than it is on the outside. He starts explaining the concept of what this thing is to Ellie. Yeah, I'll let let him continue talking, but over the top of him, I'll be like, "You wouldn't believe the first time I figured out that that's what it was. That's that's how it worked." Really? That's a, that sounds a st- flip flip flip. Yeah, let's. This sounds like a good story. Let 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 him tell his story about his bag. Well, I I uh, I have this horn, you know, I and I showed the horn that I had out earlier, and I, I so I yeah, put it in the bag, it, thinking that would be out. a good place to put it. And then uh, and then when I looked in the bag to take it out, I couldn't see it. I didn't know where it was, and I stuck my hand, and I was thinking, where in the world is this horn? And it just like appeared in my hand. It was amazing. And I thought, well, I wonder if this works with other things. So I tried it with a few other things, and. 
like I wonder if I wonder if the mall would fit in there. So I stuffed that in there and it went all the way in. It's amazing. So your mall's in there now and the horn? Uh and a few other things, yeah. How are you not now is this bag hanging around your neck or how do you have this attached to your body? Yeah, yeah, and I'll I'll take it off and hand it to her and let her let her hold it. <laughs> She was just gonna say, "How are you not slouched forward?" And you hand it to her, and she goes, "Wow, that doesn't weigh hardly anything." Yeah. While she's holding it, I'll pull them all out to show her it's really in there. How does it work? Do I just reach in? I'm like, uh, you have to um, think about what you're looking for. I think. Um, do you have any gold in there? Uh, yes. Not much, but yes. She suddenly kind of pulls out her hand and there's gold coins in there. Like, wow, that's... And she you she openly dumps her palm in and showing you that she's dropping your gold back in there. And then she reaches in there and thinks horn and visualizes the horn you had before and it appears in her hand. She's like, that is incredible. Here, I'll let you here. That's wow. I, I know, know, right? Well, if you if you guys are heading to Ten Towns, um, maybe uh, maybe you could use some company. I'm I'm pretty good with this uh, the mall and pretty uh, pretty tough. I can uh, withstand a lot of damage before it takes me down. You got cold well, weather gear. And all I got is this cloak. We'll have to do something about that if you're to come with us. I will talk to the other guys and we'll have a conversation. And I think we could Wonderful. That could be very helpful. Um, so. Uh, then Doc says, hold on a second. And he runs to the rail one more time. And. You run to the rail, and it's more instinctual that you're running to the rail. You you kind of lean over, thinking it's going to happen, and you... No, no, I'm good. Like, your <laughs> mouth started watering, and you got there, and you're like... All right, no, I'm, I'm okay, I'm okay. And she looks at you, you good? <laughs> thumbs up. All right, <laughs> thumbs up, mouth closed, just... Mm-hmm. 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 And she... she walks off towards uh Crixus Center and I'm flipping toe starts rambling about some someone named Rose apparently is, is and, the name you catch as it goes walking away so as they approach I think um Crixus and Aaron are talking about a bag okay and she uh Kind of looks and hang on a second. Let's see what she. What what are you guys talking about? She says, she doesn't put two and two together. I look at her and I look at Flip and I say, "Hey, Flip, you wanna go grab me a some water? Some water, like like drinkable water or yep. just water to? Yeah, something to drink. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I can go downstairs and get you some. And he runs off and just leaves the three of you by yourselves on the deck. So the question is, are we taking this vessel 
just to Luskin or all the way to Ten Towns? That is a good question. I don't know if they're going to Ten Towns. I know they're going to Luskin for sure. But they do talk about having traveled in the Ocean of Ice, so it's a possibility we should talk to the captain. At that point, you hear someone say, Port Ho! The, the lookout, Lorelei, from above. She yells that out, and the whole crew starts bustling around and moving around, and I'm we gonna... will stop right there. Oh, I'm going to turn around real Primarily. quick. Oh, I'm going to okay. turn around real quick and yell, who are you calling a hole? <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Perfect. Uh, Aaron, Tom, wrap us up. I need to go to the bathroom. I'll be right back. <laughs> oh, too funny. All right. We are two nerds, one quest. It is lots of fun. Uh, I'm glad that we are doing this, and I think it's hilarious that John could not wait another two minutes. <laughs> and, can, and and I think it's hilarious that, like you said, Jeff and John can't see the chat. Aaron. Yep. Although That's... John says he pulls the chat up. I'm surprised he hasn't. I don't think he looks at it. He's got a lot going on. Uh, eh, well, that's questionable. Anyway, uh, you can give us all a follow on Twitter. I am Tom M. Norman. Genius is Lazy Dragon GB. Crixus Cooch is Crazy Cooch. And John, JC the DM, is Wildfire1265. We are also Two Nerds, One Quest. The number two nerds, the number one quest. Uh, we are also on Patreon. If you are looking to give us some support, the biggest ask that we have is that you rate us uh, wherever you get your podcast from. Uh, most people are going to get it from iTunes or some version thereof. Give us a rating. Tell us what you think. Give us some stars, hopefully five. Give us something. One. We'll settle for one. <laughs> we'll take any stars. Um but if you also want to give us some support, patreon.com slash quest. We have some cool support uh, rewards there for you. Uh, yeah, just and we're looking for, for some feedback and some fun. So uh, join us in our Discord. Have us Give us some chats. Uh, send us some messages. Ask us some questions. Uh, Twitter, Discord, Patreon. Uh, if you want to hear what we talk about before and after the show, Patreon is where you're going to get it. Uh, we have... The entire show from the time I hit start stream to the time I hit stop stream. Usually it's a, usually about an extra 20, 25 minutes of extra content. So add jokes. Up. No jokes. Well, j- jokes in start. quotation marks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we'll often, we'll sometimes talk about things that happened during the session yeah. in the post show. Pre-show is usually me talking about whatever the hell we, I did the night before. Yeah. Yeah, usually pre-show is pre-show is tech video games. I mean, usually it's just general, general nerd chatter. Sorry, what's that? Assassin's Creed Valhalla <laughs> coming. I'm looking forward to it. I was charged for my PS5. It's on its way. Dun, dun, Look at dun. you! Hey, yeah, join the, Mr. Fancy join Guy. Revolution. Mr. Fancy Guy with this fancy computer stuff. Anyone looking <laughs> for a PS5? John, would you like to give out your address? No, I'm looking looking for a PS5. No, I'm not giving out my address. They will be available launch day, though, through digital retailers. That's where you're going to be able to get them. They won't have physical ones in the store. I was going to say good luck with that. I'm sure that's going to crash real quick. 
I'm actually going to tr make an attempt to buy a second one. I, I know plenty of people that want one, so if I do get my hands on a second one, I'm just trying to be a good friend. You're a good man. 500% markup, <laughs> like the rest of the douches on the internet. Well, that's the that's the absolute worst case scenario if no one wants to buy it, but I have, I have a bunch of, like, I have a list probably 10 to 15 people long that would, between coworkers and friends that I play with online and you guys that would be willing to buy it. Oh, I'm sure. This feels like post-show chatter. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, it kind of does. <laughs> we just skipped the end credits. All right. A little peek into what the post-show is like. Yeah. Uh, one, one, of these, one of these sessions, I will actually put out a Patreon episode as uh, for all, just so everybody gets an idea of it and gets a little, you know, first, first hits free. Nudge, nudge, wink, wink. All right. For Genius, for Cooch, for JC, I am Norm. We are out. Yar.